We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to Get Your Popcorn Ready Podcast. It's your host, Hatch, with my boy... T.O. in the building. Get in your popcorn building. ready. What? It is wine o'clock today, ladies and what? gentlemen. Not nine, not ten, but wine o'clock. Wine we got o'clock. the NFL wine guy in the building, Will Blackman. What's you up, get, my guy? Hold on, get my popcorn ready. Get your popcorn ready. Eat it or do, do I'm whatever. I'm just making sure it's not stale. That's my whole thing. Is right it? There. I'm a, that's like one of my pet peeves. Cereal, popcorn, chips. If it's stale... You can't do it? I'm like Goldilocks. Put it back. So how, <laughs> how do you, but, but, but how do you know when popcorn is stale though? Because it, it gotta have that crunch. You hear it, you hear it right there. Yeah. Right, but okay, but if it's sitting around for no, a couple days, you ain't gonna eat it anyway. It's gonna be squeaky. Right, yeah. It's like That's your teeth. That's your teeth that's missing line. Exactly. It's the freshness that leaves the popcorn. You know what's funny, by the way? Like you were popcorn back in the day. Now you you're like stale popcorn. I'm right stale now. in the mud, dog. I'm stale. You're still dry, popcorn. Old, no salt, no butter, just nothing. Ain't nothing popping. Just but a white hips. kernel. Just ain't nothing popping but those <laughs> those bones. <laughs> right now. You know what? I was I played in that game with the popcorn. Mm. We can't <laughs> really the old what, the old cowboy what was, what was your what was your thought? Well, did you, did you see it? Like, did you though. see it though? He's just not a wine guy. This guy played defensive back, fourth round draft pick, Green yeah, Bay Packers. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get to do his just due. Super Bowl champion. Yeah, let him know. Yeah, right, let, Super let him know. I, 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 let I, him I know. survived twelve years in the NFL. I didn't play. I survived. You survived. It's a survive, surviving the game. <laughs> Absolutely. Right, right. The wine things are bright. Byproduct of yeah, who no he doubt, has no doubt. But Super Bowl champion, New York Giants, Will Black. That's, that is that is the deal. It's crazy because I was on the 2010 Packer team and got cut that year. And I see, yeah, they went and won it. Mm, you still didn't get a ring though. No, I didn't. I mean, I wasn't on there. <laughs> but then to come back, I came back the next year with New York, and we had to go through Green Bay. You get it? So that was cool. So how was that? Like, so that, let's because. A lot of guys, a lot of kids, like I said, they're gonna go through the ebbs and flow of right. playing mm-hmm. professional sports, right. professional mm-hmm. football. You know, and as you said, like you got drafted. I mean, you got cut. This and that and the other. A lot of these guys, they don't know that. You know, just because you get drafted doesn't mean like that don't mean it. You don't mean nothing. I had ten roommates in training camp. That's hilarious. In one training camp, I said, "Stop putting him in here. <laughs> Stop putting him in this room." <laughs> that bed is a is a, is a, uh, yeah, a revolving bed. Door. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> So really? What was, so what was that like? Obviously, you said next, the following year, yeah, you're yeah. Gone and you have to go back through there. Is that was there a chip on your shoulders? Like, okay, you guys cut me. Uh, I'm going to show you guys what you got. Nah, you know what's, what's funny is, you know, when I tell people about the NFL, is I said you're going to deal with the highest of the highs and the mm-hmm. lowest of the lows. That's like a good that. Way to look, like okay. like you you point, really are. Yeah. At it's some like point. I said, okay, I got drafted. Boom, boom, boom. I broke my foot. Mm-hmm. First training camp. <laughs> right, right. Actually, yesterday was like the anniversary, May 22nd. Broke my foot. And then, boom, I come back. You know, I'm back in the lineup. Then I break my rib, get put on injury reserve. Mm. Come back the next year. I'm starting uh, with Charles Woodson. At, at I'm at nickel. He's at corner. Him and Al Harris at the corners. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Green Bay Packers. And then, boom, broke my foot again. Mm. And then they didn't put me on IR. I came back again. Um, mid-season, had a punt return for a touchdown, mm-hmm. saved, you know, saved my situation, and then boom, 
had another situation. Wow. Came back the next season, never missed a game. Golly. Oh, dude, I'm telling you, it was up and down, right? I want to look at your skeleton. I came back the next year, had an unreal season, almost made the Pro Bowl. I was one return away, got called back. Mm-hmm. Came back the next year, it was my contract year. Boom, tore my ACL. Mm. And then got cut from Green Bay, came back the next year, won the Super Bowl. Dude, I'm telling you, it is wow. up and down. So and down. To, to your question, like, coming back to Green Bay, like, did it, was it, did I have a chip? No, nah, it was just more so... I kept wanting to like prove to myself like mm. I, sh- I should be here. We talked mm-hmm. before camera like I'm from Providence, Rhode Island, and it was it's hard in itself just to get a scholarship from there because no yeah. no one comes yeah. around to scout football. You know yeah. what I mean? So it was just more so for myself because my dream was to play in the NFL. Right. So I just wanted to keep proving to myself that that I should be here. You know, and I and I think that's what was like the driving force for me to play as long as I did. Right. So again, you you went to Boston College from high school in Rhode Island, yep. right? I, so y'all, of course, y'all high school is not considered great a football school. I take no, it. No, my school is considered a football school. Really? But in the Northeast, it is actually. We did. How many? Right? How many black people so y'all what, got? What y'all? How many? Hold on. How many black people y'all got in y'all school? In my school, I don't even know right now. How many black people in Rhode yeah. Island? Enough. Really? <laughs> I, you're the only. You're the only black person I've ever no, met. No, Rhode, Rhode Island, Island is a melting pot. It's a, you know, it's so funny. That's like the number one question I get. Of course, absolutely. Number one is a <laughs> Rhode Island is a, a straight melting pot. So in Providence, you have. In Tyler section, you have a, you know, Dominican, Dominican Puerto mm-hmm. Rican, Cape Verdean. Like we're all like everyone is there in Providence. So when people say that, I said it's funny because you go in Providence, then it, you're gonna see everything. But mm-hmm. yeah, you go towards like Newport, the nice. Right, know, right. That's where that money is in Newport. That's what, the old money. You old got, money. Like, the Rockefeller, the Breakers, you got all that stuff up there. Okay, Rockefellers from um, no, I, I'm, that not area. Rhode Island, but um, that's probably where that's they. Where, yeah, like Jay Leno and Taylor Swift live up there. Okay. Yeah, they're in Rhode Island, sense. hiding. Not it's, really hiding, but hiding. Right, right, hiding from <laughs> us. Yeah, but Rhode Island's cool, yeah. And, you know... Do you get back often? I don't as much. Okay. I'm out here with my, with my wife and kids, and yep. um, I go back probably once a year because I do have a camp. My father's still out there, my sister and brother. They're still in Rhode Island. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's hard. I'm like, come see me. It's nice over yeah, here. Like, yeah, the weather's <laughs> way better out here. Absolutely. Yeah. That would definitely out. make sense. That's funny. So, again, living in Orange County now, right? Yep. Now, the weather out here, right, way better, obviously, right? So, again, what made you just decide to stay, like, post-career out here in California? Yeah, this, this is my wife is from, and her, her parents are, are heavily involved with the kids. So my okay. whole thing was, like, we are living next to them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah, absolutely. Y'all are going to help us out so we can hang out sometimes. But, no, they're, they're super close. Her, her father and I are, are best friends. Um, her oh, mom, awesome. her, yeah, her mom is, like, my second mom, so... It just it just made the most sense, you know. So is being in Rhode Island because I I think of Rhode Island as one sort of a uh, one of those states that that uh, that has wine that that involves wine for for some odd reason. I don't know because like I said, right. But is that where you got uh, involved or have your affection or love for for wine? Yeah, I would say. Not so much Rhode Island. It was later in college, actually. Really? <laughs> yeah, really? my so my roommate was Matthias Kiwanuka. Yeah, okay. The defensive end yep. of the Giants. And we had like this this small, cheap, like wine rack in our in our kitchen as a, as a senior year. And, <laughs> and I just I just enjoyed it then. You know, I just <laughs> right. enjoyed a glass of wine and then it just carried over to, into the NFL. And what was cool was actually you know, what was funny was I got drafted to Green Bay, right? Mm-hmm. So Green Bay is beer town, right? Mm-hmm. And cheese and yeah, all it, that yeah. Stuff. So and I'm thinking too, I can't be like NFL like a football dude on this team only guy drinking wine like it's they yeah. think straight bougie I'm over here drinking right, wine right you know right right really? by the well, glass yeah because I was like I ain't trying to, like I'm a rookie I'm not trying to hear anything from these dudes right. however we also the same year I was drafted we signed Charles Woodson mm-hmm. I'm like okay ain't no one gonna say anything to Charles okay because yeah. he was heavy in the wine game he, yeah. he had his own uh, winery by then and the guy had it was 2005 was I think it was his first vintage and so I thought that was super cool so I think. And I think I know, like, Charles played a huge part because he just made me comfortable. You had a, mm-hmm. an athlete who I, I watched in college, you know, in the wine, African-American, in the wine, but not just enjoying it, but he was in the business. So that's kind of mm-hmm. what was the catalyst. Because he would always, when we were going away trips, he would take the defensive backs out to dinner. Mm-hmm. And so he wasn't a big hazer. He was like, hey, I'm going to take y'all and treat y'all. So, like, wear your suits. We're going to go to a nice restaurant. Nice. We're going to buy the wine, and we're going to chill. Mm-hmm. And we just vibed every weekend. So that's kind of... That was like the catalyst for me to like really enjoy like the 
just the lesion, the lifestyle of right. wine. Now, when did you start getting serious about it, like learning the whole craft about it and what grape is what and yeah. how to hold the glass, all that stuff? No, I was I was curious because the reason why I fell in love with football is because I'm a I'm a, like a big historian. Like I I loved you know all the old stories. My dad had these old school VHS tapes with like you know Sam Spence with the music, wow. and John Facenda's voice. You know yeah. like, the Autumn Wind is a pirate. Like that right there, that's my jump off. Right okay, there. okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what I'm talking about. You got to see Autumn the Wind is a pirate. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. No, he don't know. Yeah. Oh, you know what? It's because you were in them. You old. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> so anyhow, I, I like I like the history and all the stories of that. And so I think for me, I just try to study on my own, which is hard because there's so much about so wine. much. Right? But I would get invited to a lot of these like corporate events in Milwaukee. That was like the closest, biggest city at Green Bay, and had all these you know old school you know commercial real estate you know, rich dudes with glass of wine, swirling mm. it, you know, talking right. about. The pretty legs and all that stuff, and mm-hmm. I, I had no idea what they were talking right. about. I don't know what pretty legs are. Yeah, so, I know, <laughs> I know, I know what these pretty legs yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> about no, about I bet no. you I know more about holding a wine glass than you do. Well, this one you just hold like a cup. Yeah. Okay, exactly. but okay, <laughs> okay, but this one is this a good wine glass or not? It's a safe wine. Glass. Don't know. Don't you say? I want to see because he don't know. No, no, no. Because you're not you're not supposed to grab the glass part of a wine glass. Because it changes the temperature. temperature. No, but that's what these are for. This is all good. This is fair game. Right, yeah. But you would never put a, a $1,000 bottle of wine in a glass like this. Listen, you wouldn't do that. You'd be surprised. Well, you can't. <laughs> but politically correct, I guess you right, could. You know, but you're supposed to, again, hold it from the bottom and hold it from the stem. Like, if you, if you are truly trying to, like... Impress? Yes. Or not, just evaluate it. You don't want anything wrong with it. And etiquette, sure, hold it by the stem. But I don't... I don't go crazy. How many people yes. do you actually see really The professionals, it by the, the by people by who by know what they're talking Well, you know what? I'm gonna hold on before. Now ask a question. Because <laughs> now we have the glasses here. So I'm, I'm this guy, actually. I'm, yeah, that's the, that's no, the no, correct No, no, I'm this guy. Okay. This is me. That's a, again, so if you put, if you put your hands here, right. Look, it he changes the tip. This is natural for Tito, man. Yeah. Why are you messing yeah, with him, man? Yeah, I'm trying know? to get, because I, I don't want to be embarrassed when he sits down at the dinner with the president and be like, you know. The president might do that. He might grab it like this. You know well, not, I mean? not the real, not president, but a president or a CEO. Yeah, I'm this guy. Yeah, no, yeah, don't I'm do that. Don't do that. You suppose, right? You hold it, put it on the, gla- on the, on the table, and then you do that. Like, that's how you do the little t- twist. That's yeah. an option. That's an option. Yeah. That's the. It's like it's just like playing football. There's a number of options to do what yeah. you need. To do. Well, there's yeah. a right and a wrong. There's you know. a there's a salad fork well, so, and, yeah, a, so and a dinner fork. Gonna, You're supposed I mean, to use a salad fork for the salad. You ain't gonna just hold right. it. Right. Yeah, yeah. you gonna you gonna you, you might. I want to make sure you ain't. I want to make sure you ain't gonna hold like this. Come on, dog. You really trying to try me right now? Look, look. That's how you can drink a wine right here. Don't do me right now, dog. Really. I'm making hey, sure. Look. I'm looking he out for you, my goon, guy. Bro. Oh, he thinks you straight a goon, bro. Oh, come on, man. Look, you can run an out. You can run a square out. You can run a speed out. You know what I'm saying? Right. Well, I'm, I'm trying to coach him up. Why don't you go out on time? You want something well? You don't have to. man. I'm trying to coach him up. I can't come to coach him up. On the show and not have a little bit. You know what I mean? You know? Okay, how about the house is poor? How was the poor? The poor. I mean, I'm, I'm not, are we, are we, I'm not, no, I'm we, not. we evaluating it. We evaluate. You, you, so you want to be nitpicky? Absolutely. I mean, right, oh, the because bo- there's a right, way the, to do the it, a way not to the do it. The bottle doesn't touch the glass. Right. Oh, exactly. I didn't know that. No, okay, I didn't know that. It's like this. Okay. You don't, you don't want to tilt it either. You no, want to tilt no. the glass? So, so if you, you you're the, you're here, you hear the guy comes around, boom, right on top. You leave the glass as it is. Then you twist, and then, and then if you have a serviette or a napkin, then you wipe the bottle. Right. Yeah. See, there you go. You know what I'm That's saying? It. We we got serviettes. Same thing here. with with the uh, sparkling wines too. Whatever. Like you just want, you don't tilt the glass. You pour it and then you just keep. You wait and you pour it again. And you wait. So yeah, that's okay. it. Okay, there it is. By don't, the way, cheers. don't pour over me. Don't pour yeah, yeah. over me. You, you know what? So you don't leave us hanging. No, I was going to. Ah, uh, uh. Very nice. Cheers. Little wine o'clock. Nom, 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 nom. Okay, so, so, so you've had so you've taken so you've had his wine before. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Right. Yeah. So oh, I was gonna finish. 
So I would go and they would talk about the wine and all that stuff and evaluate. And I just I wanted to like know more, like what are these dudes talking about, you know? Mm-hmm. So I would get invited to like their big, big corporate, corporate dinners and, and their dinners. And I and this is this is like the changing moment for me in terms of like evaluating mm-hmm. or wanting to know more. So this guy was talking about like how Burgundy's the best wine, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about it. And I had no idea what Burgundy was. I thought it was a brand. Mm-hmm. And so I ended up going to a restaurant on my own. And I asked, I got the wine list. This time, I'm thinking Burgundy is a brand. I had no idea it was a I wine. thought it was a color. I know, I had no idea it was a region, <laughs> I mean, right? So I, <laughs> it is a color. And so I go, I get the wine list. I look at Burgundy and there's like 50 wines. I'm like, damn, this guy makes a lot of wine. So I pick one. Somalia brings the wine over to me and I look at it. I'm like, dude, I said, this isn't Burgundy. He's like, yeah, it is. I'm like, it's white. Right. <laughs> <laughs> burgundy he's like, white, right. he's like, all right, Mr. Blackman. So he explained, you know, Burgundy, they don't put the grape variety on the bottle. They tell you, you know, you have to know if it's white, it's Chardonnay. If it's red, it's Pinot Noir. So if you see a bottle, it says Burgundy. And if it's a white wine, there's a good chance it is Chardonnay. Chardonnay. And if okay. it's red, there's a very high chance it's Pinot Noir. So okay. you just have to know that. Okay. And that's France. They never put the varietal on the bottle. They just put the region. So right there, I was like, okay, I want to know more. And that's, right. that's when I got into it. Yeah, that's when I got, got into it and wanted to study more. All right. Now, okay, but where are you going to go? What's the, what's the end game? What, what is the, the end game with the wine? You want to have your own winery and, yeah, I, you so, know, so thousands I, of acres or, you know. Yeah, what's so there? after that, I went and got my quarter master's level one certification. And I got my WSCT, which is Wine and Spiritual Education Trust. Level two, my level three exam is actually in the summer. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to get like, some, some, um, just some like real in-depth knowledge. And initially I wanted to make my own wine. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, you know, I have such a unique network. I can just be like the middleman mm. and just help put people's wines on the map, like do stuff, help with T.O., help whoever mm-hmm. is making wine, just build a community. So I think that was the biggest thing for me. And eventually down the line, I do want to have my own wine. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see. Now, what, like I said, since you want to have your own wine, what's going to be the difference? So you've tasted all these wines, you know exactly what's what, like, what's going right, to be... Right, because it's hard. Yeah, it's like, hard. What, what makes you different? Right. I think especially, you know, like, what, what's going to make, you know, what makes Tio's uh, wine different is, well, one, he has a, a, a really good family, like, back in him, you know? He has okay. a sort of family. Um, that's, a, that's a big deal. And then Tio's a brand himself, mm-hmm. you know? So because he's a brand, he has a really good family back in him, and the juice is like quality legit, like that right there. Cause that's, that was what people told me. They said, you can have the best grapes, mm-hmm. the best bottle. At the end of the day, can you sell it? Can you, yeah, move, can right. you move, move the product, right, you know? Right. So I think for me, it's gonna just be more about like just me. Right, that's right, right. What it is. So it's nothing like you go in and like, okay, if I add this uh, flavor to it, right. it's gonna, it's nothing like that. Okay. You know, like okay. <clears throat> you wanna get, so for example, what makes, what makes 81 dope is you, you don't have to age it. Like, it's made okay. where it's ready, it's drinkable now. Like, you know, it's that's what's preferable. People want to open it now and, ready to and drink. drink the wine. Okay. Yeah. For example, like, that's what that's what Charles Woodson struggled with a little bit in the beginning because he had a bottle that was, like, almost $200. People mm-hmm. bought it. Mm-hmm. But they couldn't drink it. No, they held on to it. Really? Okay. Now, and did they have to not drink it for no, a No, no, they period? just held because okay. it was an expensive bottle, so we're saving okay. it for a special occasion. Special occasion. Yeah. yeah. Now, how can I get some, like, juice that's legit quality and also reasonable? Right, right. Whereas, like, we drink it, you know, we're not afraid. We'll buy another one. Maybe we'll buy a case. Okay. And we'll still not get hit over the head. We're going to buy another case. Okay, so, so something that's confusing to me is, like, when they say this, <laughs> this bottle has been, it hasn't been open for 30 years yeah. or 40 years. All right, so have you ever tasted a wine that hasn't been opened in, like, 30 or 40 years? And, like, what's the difference between that taste? So if you, if say... I had a bottle. I have a bottle right now of a 2019 um, Schrader, and it's really, it's not super smooth yet. It's really big. It's really tight in terms of like the tannins, which is the dry mouth dry, feeling. Dry. Okay. Um, it's just not like where it needs to be yet. It's it's good. You can take, you know, if you had a bunch of Schrader, like you can tell it's good. But you'll know, like in maybe like 20 years, the acidity would still be there, but the tannin structure will smoothen out. So it'll just be more smooth, like well-rounded, balanced okay. wine, and just, just have like tons and tons of layers okay. of stuff in the, in the wine. Okay. So it's complex, but you have to like literally like get a bottle of 
a current vintage and get an old vintage and like literally sit down and compare it because someone can tell you and you're going to be like, okay, that, that makes sense, mm -hmm. but you just have to just do it. So literally, that's your project. Right, right. That's your no. That is your project. Like, go, get, a, go get like a current vintage. I don't know. And get buddy. one from like fifteen years ago, okay. and just like compare them. I don't. I don't. I won't. But I won't know. I still won't know the difference. Yeah, you would. You think? Yeah, taste. You would. Yeah, yeah, the taste. So my taste. So my palate. It's like my virgin like, palate will know the taste. It's like baked versus like microwave. Like you can tell the difference, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. yeah. Yeah, your face is microwave. Like I'm a wing, I'm a I'm a wing con, I'm like a wing, wing connoisseur. connoisseur. Yeah. So I'm like, I taste the wings. I'm like, oh, this is definitely a frozen bag of wings. Like I, I already know. Yeah, it's like okay. the chicks you deal with. You got the young ones and then the mature ones. Seasoned. Know? Yeah. It got exactly. Seasoned. You got the seasoned. Yeah. Yeah. Seasoned veteran. No. The... She been through something. You know what I mean? Now yeah. she know what she want. You know. What I'm the mature ones. You know what I mean? The one that no, has has the experience. But it's funny you say that because the, the best, actually the best vines, they need to be stressed. They need to like fight to What's get- What's the definition of stress? As in, think of, you know, like a rose in the pavement, in the cement, mm -hmm. you know? Like it's struggling to grow, but it's a rose still uh, comes out. So okay. same thing with the grapes. They have to like, you don't want perfect soil, soil. for them. Okay. You, so they have to really fight and stretch and, and reach to get like the water and the nutrients and that's actually gonna bring more characteristics out in the actual grapes. So, like he said, you know what I'm saying? Maybe she been through something, <laughs> maybe, you know? Maybe, you know? Yeah, So you want the crackhead of wine no, grapes. You want the crackhead of wine grapes. You want to go through the struggle. I said been through something. <laughs> I didn't say it like that. Right. Almost yeah. dead. Yeah. Be, 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 be I, didn't say, I, didn't, I didn't say rehabilitated. I didn't say all. <laughs> right, eight years in the, in the, right. in the straight house. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Okay, well, yeah, sitting here with the NFL wine guy, Will Blackman. Uh, let's go back to, uh, to your career a little bit. Again, I know the ups yeah, and downs. We're talking about, yeah. Yeah, the ups and downs. And again, like, mm -hmm. you're, you're here, you're, you're successful after, after uh, playing in the NFL. And just want people to understand, like, the struggles you went through mentally. You know, it's like going up and down like that. Physically yeah. is one thing, but obviously you're mentally, you're probably doing the same thing because I don't know where my career is going. Right. Like, tell us some, some of the things you were doing to deal with that stuff yeah, throughout that process. To piggyback that, I mean, obviously to factor in, like, you know, the life shelf of an athlete, what, yeah. three, three years. About three, yeah. yeah. Right, mm -hmm. three years, you know what I mean? So did these things start to pop into your mind, like, man, you know, because these injuries, you know, you're, right, you're going right. through injuries, like, <laughs> every, it seems like every month. No, but it's not, not that serious, yeah. Every year. So, so yeah. So when, when my mom, she passed when I was six years old. Um, mm. She had Crohn's, and then there was, like, a malpractice that happened during operation. Wow. So Sorry. immediately, I, I signed up for football. So, you know, I think it was kind of like a double-edged sword because... What happened was, like, I can go through any trauma in my life and still have a good game. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because, you escaped? Well, yeah, because the field, that was my thing. That was the one thing I had complete control yeah. of. And I knew no matter what happened, I can go ball. Yeah. So then I didn't learn until like later on, what happens if there's no ball? Mm. You know, how do I handle that? When I'm dealing with stuff, like now, what do I do? Where do I go? You know, mm-hmm. um, that, so I think that's what I learned about myself once I got older. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you think about, you know, when you get hurt in the league, you know, like you got people breathing down your neck, ready to get in there and try mm-hmm. to take your spot. So for when I first injured my foot, I'm like, damn, dude, like I need to, because if, if you hurt or there's something wrong with you, it, there's an energy in the in the building where it's like, they ain't they messing with you. Crazy. They ain't messing with they you. They ain't messing with you. Like, damn, bro, is it like that? Really? Right, right. What's up? I, yeah. And everybody's like, no, no, you cool, but just something deep yeah. down, like, I, they know, ain't messing with like me. You want to heal yourself. Yeah. Like Wolverine, like, yo, heal. <laughs> you do, yeah. So for me, it was just, I, I, I will always get back to, you know, someone has been in my position and won. You know, someone mm. has been in the worst position than me mm. and has overcame. Like mm-hmm. for some reason, something in me kept saying that because when I tore my ACL, I did ACL dislocation and meniscus in one play in 2009. And when I, I was, remember I was in the Metrodome, that terrible stadium, mm-hmm. Minnesota, yep. damn turf. Yeah, we got you. Um, <laughs> we got you. Yeah, dude. And so I remember <laughs> laying there and I'm like, ain't no way, bro. Like mm. this is this like not hopping. you don't not want it. you don't want a knee injury. Right. I'm like, right. I, I, give me a concussion. Right, <laughs> don't that's touch how we my, felt. Right, don't, don't touch, touch my, my lower knee, half. Bro. Right, you know, because I I gotta run. So I remember just laying there like, damn, I don't know what to do, man. And uh, just by like the okay, now this is was crazy. Let me let me rewind. So keep that story of me tearing my ACL laying on the turf, yeah. right, mm-hmm. not knowing what to do. So rewind. This is 2009, 2007. I was living in South Beach in the off season. I remember I was sitting in my room watching um, NFL Network and Troy Palomalo was doing that crazy training that he did, this mm-hmm. like ninja-like training in Orange County. And that same, that coming the next year, I ended up meeting my wife out here and her, I, went to, I went to Carlson Palmer. He had a golf tournament mm-hmm. he did at like uh, Monarch, St. Regis at the time. Mm-hmm. And I met this guy. He's like, hey, man, where do you train? I'm like, I, I just moved out here. I'm not training where he said, hey, there's this dude you know, Gavin, you should check him out. I'm like, all right. So I ended up meeting Gavin, took his number, and we met him at the facility, hung out a little bit, and saw this. Is, I was like, oh, this is the place that Troy mm, trained. Working out. He was like, oh, yeah, Troy came here. The big poster of him. So boom, met him, went on to, uh, went back to the season and played. Two years later, ended up term, tearing my knee. You're laying on the turf. Laying on the turf. And I'm thinking, like, I don't know what to do. So I immediately, Gavin called me and was like, hey, man, like, he knows all the things on how to heal and get this thing right. Mm-hmm. So, end up meeting him, and, and it was crazy because he had all the resources. Now, his was crazy. Again, I'm telling you, the adversity is nuts. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can you swear on this show? Absolutely. Yes, the yeah. shit I've been through. There you okay, go. So Tell listen, it. I can't Tell say it. the stuff because it's really <laughs> some shit. So, I had the surgery. I come back, and something is not right. Like, I'm not feeling right. Mm-hmm. So, immediately... When the, when the cornerback slows down, what do they do? It's a wrap. Where do they move him, though? Safety. Safety. Yeah. Like, I'm like 26 mm-hmm. already. They move me to safety. Yeah, yeah, I'm, like, yeah. I'm like 25, 26. They move me to safety. So things. So you were aware of that, like knowing that, okay. I wasn't right. My number one attribute was agility. I yeah. was a punt returner. Right. Yeah. So that's Could my. change your direction. Yeah, that's my thing. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't even go. I couldn't even move. Mm-hmm. So. And I, I saw the writing on the wall in training camp because, you know, they start putting other guys in more. Yeah. They're like, hey, you know, just take your time. You don't want to, you know, get hurt. Yeah. So that day came, my my fourth year, I ended up meeting Ted Thompson, said they're going to release me. And I remember just going back to the room. My wife, she said I'm much pregnant. Mm. Ted Thompson, GM. Ted Thompson, GM. Oh, the Packers. Packers. Yeah, rest in peace to Ted Thompson. And go back to my place. My wife said I'm much pregnant. We're just looking at all the boxes because we're going to move back to Cali. And my knee is like jacked up, like I can't. It's it's still never healed. Mm. So I remember where my wife, we're laying in bed, we go to bed. She wakes up the next morning. She's like, I had a dream. You went to the New York Giants. I was like, I was like, man, yeah. lay down, man. stop playing. I'm trying, with me. Yeah. Stop playing. I'm trying to hear all that. You know, I'm like, you get pregnant. Yeah. Oh, right, right. You ain't in your right you mind right now, baby. Let's hear the So then, what? 20 minutes later, my agent calls me. He goes, Hey, Will, man. Uh, Giants want to work you out. <laughs> I said, I said <laughs> like, hey, baby, did you playing with me? Yeah. <laughs> so I said, I said, can they give me like a month? 
which is a weird ass. Like, they want to bring me in now. Of course. So I'll call him, let them know, and they were like, yeah, it was Dave Gettleman, and um, he was the director of play personnel, mm -hmm. and it was Jerry Reese. Jerry he was Reese, the general yeah. manager at the time. So they said, yeah, give me a month. So I ended up uh, trying to rehab it as strong as I could. I go back. Uh, I fly to New York. At the time, in my hotel, and my, G my agent's like, hey, the... He said, the Browns are gonna call you. He was like, if they call you, he said, don't answer. If the Bengals call you, don't answer. They both, they want, want to bring you in. He said, we're gonna work out with the Giants. So I go get my physical. Dr. Russell Warren, he's, he's checking my knee out and my knee is like moving out of place. He was like, you could run? I'm like, yeah, I've been training in the past month. He was like, well, your ACL has not been fully healed. It's almost as if like wow. they put it in wrong. Wow. And he said, but, he said, because I like you, we had a good conversation, I'll let you work out. I was wow. like, you serious? Because I should have failed that exam. Yeah, absolutely. So he let so he let me work out, and by the grace of God, that day I had the craziest workout, and they signed me on the spot. Wow! Did you run a forty that, that yeah, day? Yeah, I ran a forty. I ran, I ran like a four, five, six. Wow! With, like with a, a, a loose knee, with you know, a loose that day. ACL. So they were signing me to the Giants that day, and then I played the rest of the season, and you know, my knee didn't hold up because again, the ACL wasn't intact. Right. And then. Um, so did you re-tear it or it was just so this is why this not... is what happened so you know if you're injured you sign a team they make you sign a waiver, waiver. meaning like hey we're not responsible we're if not, you get hurt. not liable all yeah this stuff. so yeah. this is why this is why i hold the giants in high regard so ronnie barnes the head trainer pulls me in the office he looks at the contract he's like he just rips it up he's like dude you got to get that fixed mm. he's like pick a surgeon pick a rehab place we pay for we everything got you. yeah and I'm like, but I'm not on the team anymore. He was like, we don't care, bro. Right. You got to get this fixed. Right. right now you are. Yeah, the offseason you're not, and we got you. So before that, Coffin lets me go home because our son is being born. He's like, go be with your kids. I come back. Uh, Ronnie's like, hey, you pick a place. So I, I went to Crow and Joe here in L.A. He said, we got to get this whole thing done properly. Mm -hmm. So I get the, I get the surgery done the offseason, send him the bill, boom. I found a cool place to rehab. Send them the bill, boom. So this is like a good eight months of me sending bills to them, you know, and they kept taking, they kept paying for it, paying for it. They mm -hmm. pay for everything, everything. Good. And I'm not, even, I'm not even a giant anymore. That's good. good and people. so Jerry Reese is like, whenever you're ready, like, let me know. And you know, people say that as a courteous, like, hey, give me a call. I was right. like, I'm going to call your ass. <laughs> <laughs> if you need anything, let me know. Yeah, like, if you need I'm anything, let me know. know. Yeah. So I, once I <laughs> felt right, I started moving well, I called, I called him and he was like, all right, right now we don't have anything, but like, like, like I'm gonna get back to you. And, and this is 2011. And then sure enough, they called me midway through the season. Mm -hmm. Like I was literally having a panic attack. So I'm like, damn, my career might be over because no one's calling. Mm -hmm. yeah. So then um, I come in, uh, they call me a cattle call workout, like tons of people there with a Tuesday workout, right? Mm -hmm. And I end up doing well, they don't sign me on the spot, but then they bring me back two weeks later on the team and that's when we, we made the run to the Super Bowl mm. and ended up winning, beating the Patriots uh, the second time mm -hmm. in Indianapolis. And it was just, it was just like, it was just the craziest, like, wow. first four or five years yeah. of my career, dog. That was just nuts. Mm. But here's the wild part. There's more. If that ain't wild, then tell Wait, us the wild there's part. there's more. <laughs> After the Super Bowl, 2012 season, I don't get signed at all. After winning the ring. After winning the ring. Mm. I don't get one call. Mm. And this is the this is the is this the David Tyree? No, nah, this was the Manningham on the sideline. Oh, and that, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Uh, yeah, Eli. Eli, right there. Was it like, cover, it was like cover two, man, whole cover crazy. two, yeah, whole, like, yeah. I mean, yep. that, was, that was the best story I ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Inches. Throw and catch. Yeah, right, throwing, yeah exactly. absolutely. Anything sooner, it was knocked down. Anything later, he's laid out. Right. Yeah. It's almost similar to the. Um, Roethlisberger, San, uh, San, Antonio San Antonio Holmes. Yep. Yep. Yeah, like yeah. those two plays. I mean, it was the degree, right? And just margin of error, and just inches. The, that's where the throw and catch had to be like absolutely perfect, precise, perfect. But yeah, don't get signed 2012. Wow, crazy. So and that's it. So, so no, that, no. So, that, so I was like, I'm, I'm just, no, I'm no, just no, trying no, to prepare no. our audience. <laughs> no, no. So I don't get signed in 2012. Mm -hmm. And you know, you 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 call your agent like, hey man, what's happening? What's going, what's going on? on? Right. What's going on? Like, what's up? What's up? And it's like it's September. Like, what's going on? What's going on? So again, I go, I sit back, thinking like, is it? No, what is it? It, but what mm -hmm. can I do? Mm -hmm. Now this is where it's huge. I always tell people, I said it's hard 
it's hard in this business to not take anything personal. You have to know that it's a business. Mm. It's even though like people get in their feelings, like it's hard because I, I, I've been there, but it's a business. So I actually developed some good relationships with giants and the Packers, like mm -hmm. guys within the scouting department. So I'm looking at my role that's like, who do I know mm -hmm. I can call, call. Yeah. to just get a workout? Because you get a workout, you're on the radar. Right? Yeah, they know exactly. like, right, they know you're ready to go. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You just, you're on the radar. You yeah. call all 30, you sitting at home. 2012, I end up, I'm going through and I'm like, who do I know? I end up calling all 32 teams. And I obviously you get to the, sec the secretary, mm -hmm. I didn't get anybody. So I remember there was a scout um, who worked in personnel and it was John Snyder at the mm -hmm. time in Green Bay. I remember he gave me his card. He's, if you give me your card, I'm gonna call it there. Yeah, I'm okay? gonna keep that thing. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So he said, "Let me hit me up anytime you need something." So lo and behold, he gets the job in Seattle. Yeah. Um, and so I end up. I called and I got his secretary the first time. I probably waited a week later and I called, and I got straight to him. He's like, "Hey, John." I says, "It's John." I was like, "John." Hmm. I was like, "It's, it's the real it's John." Will, I said, "Will Blackman." <laughs> He's like, "Will." you doing right now? I was yeah. like, bro, I was like, I'm trying to get a workout. He goes, you're not, you know how to tell. I was like, no. Wow. He was like, well, look, he goes, we got these two young guys. They had Sherman and Browner. Mm -hmm. They were like, we don't, right. we don't need anybody right now. He said, however, I'll bring you in for a workout to get you some buzz. Mm -hmm. I'm like, that's all I've been trying That's to all get. you need. It's just yeah. a workout, you know? Cause I know if a team works me out, like there's a good chance. So I got brought in. End up doing really well in the workout. They put me on, you know, the short list because they did, they weren't going to sign me anyway. Mm -hmm. And then he said, "I'll call Reggie McKenzie because he's at Oakland." Yep. And Reggie was also a scout with the Packers when, when I was you there. You were there, yeah. So I go work out for Reggie, and then end up I don't get signed that season. But what I did do, I, I, I was crazy, bro. I end up signing. I gave my rights to the Arizona Rattlers and Arena because mm -hmm. I was going to go play Arena. I was <laughs> just like, just to get some film. I just exactly yeah, just yeah. to get some film. I just. So people, I'm still playing football. Yep. And the offseason comes, and I'm still going back and forth with John Snyder. And he's like, bro, he said, don't go play arena right now. He was like, I was like, why? He said, because if, if you go, he said, one, it's hard to get back once you, right. once you go into another Then league. you're on that guy. And, yeah, you're that not, guy. and he said, and no disrespect, he said, right now, you're not an arena player. I was mm -hmm. like, well, yeah, I'm trying to get signed. And he was like, just, he said, just, he said, just, just stay strong, hold tight. You know, things may happen. So then, oh, now we're in the off season. This is like early, oh, late winter. I'm hanging out with my homeboy, and I get a call from a 920 number, and that's Green Bay, Wisconsin. I'm like, who's calling me from Green Bay? And it's John. He calls me on Friday night. He's like, yo. He said, don't go to Arena. He said, we're going to sign you tomorrow. Nice. I said, you kidding me? He was like, nah. He said, we'll, we'll sign you tomorrow. But you know, he said, we're, he said, we're cool. He said, but there's no guarantees. I'm like, no, no, right now. Right. Like, I know we cool. I said, all good, bro. Like, just yeah. get me in the yeah, yeah, why, yeah. Why, why was the second question like, we're signing you? Like, are you kidding? <laughs> Don't play with my emotions. Because it's been that long, It's been bro. that long I know, at that moment. Yeah. Mess up. He was like, sight. <laughs> You're getting punked. You're getting right. punked at the time. Yeah. yeah. So I come in. This is 2013 now. Um, and I go into the, the crazy training camp. That's the year actually Seattle won the Super Bowl. Mm. Um, get in that training camp and end up, I, I started in OTAs, went all the way to the end of training camp, the last game. And, you know, John brings me to the office. He was like, look, he said, you had a great camp. You added some value. We actually tried to trade you just now. Mm. He said, but, you know, we weren't able to find a deal. He said, so we're going we're gonna to release you right now. He said, but Jacksonville is going to call you in an hour, mm. so just be ready. And the new coach at the time was Gus Bradley. Mm. Gus Bradley was OD a coordinator, coordinator at the Seattle Seahawks. for Seattle yeah. when I worked out for them last year. Yeah. So then, sure enough, I go home and you know you don't take anybody's word, but sure enough, Jacksonville called. Nice. They flew me out the next day. I had to play in a game that day. Wow. Fresh off the plane, Jersey wow. wasn't hammed to nothing. <laughs> I looked terrible. <laughs> yeah, I got to pick that game, and then that's that. That's really wow. That's really what like propelled me to play another six years. That's crazy. Was I ended up going to Jacksonville. I got the starting job like the day I arrived, wow. and end up you know being a starter from there on out. Wow. And so it was, just, it was yeah. That's resilience. <laughs> That's right. so resilient. Because again, a lot of people shut it down at You'll that quit. point. Persistent. They quit. They like because again if it. It's never gonna always go your way, but it's that never was gonna that's go way your the way. opposite. It's going bad at that point yeah. of your career. You're like, so I might as well just shut it down. You're all you know? Yeah, all over. So it's again, it was I think the cool thing for me, man, it was just cool to like, you know, develop certain relationships where 
like I said, the Giants, they were like, hey, we'll take your knee. Because I had to get my knee fixed. Yeah. So I had to do that. Good organization, so New York I, Giants. So I did that. And Specs. then, you know, I, I was cool with John. And he was like, he kept it a buck. He's like, look, we don't need a corner, but I'll help you out. Bring yeah. you in. And you, like I said, you, that starts the buzz. Yeah, yeah. you compete it to pre-selling position. And then I go to Jacksonville. We weren't good, but I got a chance to start and revive mm-hmm. my career. End up playing another, like I said, six, seven years. So That's awesome, man. Yeah, that was, that was dope, but exhausting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tell, I tell people all the time, it's like, if you want to keep yeah. playing football, keep playing football. Right. Because they don't, well, it's supposed to happen a certain way. There's not going to be the certain way. You're and not going to get yeah. the call when and you want. And it's not going to be easy. Bro. No, no. You know? you know? When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. You use the word exhausting. Not only what about exhausting, but what about stress? What, how stressful was that? Because now, mm. now you have... Yeah, you have a new wife, new, new addition babies. to the family. Right, yeah. Um, you know, you're trying to take care of... Well, the yeah. wife being pregnant and getting cut. Mm. Oh, yeah. Because we have plans. I had, the, I got a tender, you know, I'm going to my contract year, mm-hmm. and we have plans. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> those plans. <laughs> life, <laughs> like, not life. Yeah, life. Yeah, yeah life so has. life came in. Yeah, it life did, happens. and it was tough. But I will tell you that. I'm glad you mentioned her uh, because... My wife, she, she was the one that's like, okay, next opportunity, next opportunity. It was I, not one day, mm, not, awesome. not one day was like, what are we gonna do? That's oh, awesome. we're stuck. Really? When I when I went to Seattle, she was like, all right, where are you gonna be? I'll call the realtor. I'll send your, I'll ship your car out. Let's go get it. Teamwork. Oh, that didn't work out. All right, where are we going? Jacksonville. Call the realtor. I'll ship your car out. Let's go get it. You know, this now we get to she was like new city, new opportunity. We get to meet more people. Let's go get it. Not like, oh, here we go again. Yeah. That's a big difference. I'm the yeah. one like here, yeah. oh, here yeah. we go. She was like, yeah. hey, get your ass up. Like, let's go. Let's go. Bro. Yeah. Let's go. That's awesome. So that, Shout out. That Shout was out. like, that was a big, big deal. Mm-hmm. You know, because you think of like people in our position, like no one will challenge us a whole as accountable because they think we got it. They think, oh, he's he'll, he's fine. He'll handle it. I'm not gonna reach out and, and and do that to him. Like, so, I was thankful that she was like, all right, like let's do it. Next opportunity. So that was that was huge, man. Because, um, just to, I was able to come home and not have that. It was only when I left or go into a building and deal with that stuff. So, yeah, and I think literally, <clears throat> honestly, I think with everything that you've shared with us, um, I think for any of our viewers, especially these young kids. Uh, parents uh, that obviously, like I say, if you want to give your give some advice and what we can give uh, advice to any of the kids or you know people watching, just hearing you share your story to navigate through all of that, mm. what you did was you utilized your resources. Mm. Period. Relationships. With the relationships yes. that you yes. established over the years, and I, you know, I'm, yeah. I haven't been one of those guys. Like I never really utilize probably all the resources and relationships that I've had, mm. you know, to do certain things. But just hearing what you went through, that's valuable information Absolutely. for kids, you know, nowadays, like I said, that may not have a path, may not know um, really the direction to go in or have anyone to steer them. But listening to this, right. that can, you know, set off a light bulb in your head. Like, man, this is what I need to do going forward. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. as you said, like I've I've had that done to me. You said John gave you a card. You know, I have guys, people giving me cards all the time. And what do we do? We take them home. Yeah, we, we put them in them, a drawer. We leave, leave them in our, in our pockets. I have, I have, a, I have a yeah. card drawer. I have a card. Yeah. I have a card drawer. All my cards I've ever gotten are in one drawer. Yeah, I have. Like I have. But are they neat though? You just throw them in they, there. They get neat. They, they throw them in there. They upside I, every down. Every two years, I hey, try hey, to hey, read. Listen, your card is in this drawer all crinkled up. All right? Don't look. It's, it's in there, though. It's in, this. it's in the right drawer. It's in the it's right funny, drawer. It's funny. Like, you're talking about moving to one spot to the next yeah. spot. You think, like, all the moving and shifting around. Like, right. The logistics stores, is a beast. Store places. I've had to, I, I, like, I went through some storage stuff, and I'm like, I found a little compartment where, again, I had, like, a 
about a thousand cards, like a thousand cards mm. that people have given yeah, me yeah. just over the years. I'm like, man, sometimes I'm, I'm stupid. Like, I mean, I wonder if I call this card here. If I call yeah. this, they call it. This is like from like 2005. <laughs> right, no, right, yeah. Call it. But like, I, to my point, that's valuable information for a lot of kids. Uh, nowadays, if someone gives you a card, really, like I said, you had the doubt. Like, man, I'm not going to call this guy. This right. guy's not going right. to answer my right. call. Right. Yeah. Just follow up. You never, right. you yeah. never yeah. know. But with your sister, you just never That's know. where I got that from, though. So I got it from my grandpa. He was a self-made millionaire. He ended up doing really well for himself. He had a, he leased construction equipment. And he will always tell me these stories where he's like, you know, I, I got had to bite my tongue here and, and see the bigger picture. Mm. He said, because especially, you know, being African-American, being a black man, he said, you, you just have to, like, see the big picture and not and not let the ego get in the way. And mm. I'm just like, it's hard because you, you easily want to just be like, man, this is wrong, this is wrong. And he, right. gave, he gave me a situation where um, his boss was like, hey, can you go pick up my family from Boston and New York? And he looked outside. It was a blizzard. Mm-hmm. It's gonna take him two days to get the. He was mm-hmm. like, "Why are you sending me to get his family? Like, send a driver." Mm-hmm. You know right. what I'm saying? <laughs> you, you are the like, driver. Get your own damn family. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so he's like, "Yeah, just you know, just do it." Da da da. And so my grandpa was like, "He's like, you know what? Like, all right, you know, do it." I went up there and got them back safely. Um, and then the guy was like so thankful and appreciative, and he ended up, you know, giving him like a crazy raise. He said, "Pick anywhere in the world, send your family a vacation." Like, took care of him. Wow. And so and I noticed, like, hanging on my grandpa, like, everybody liked this dude. Everybody. Mm. Whether it was a doorman, whether it was the taxi driver, whether it was a lady at the convenience, like, everyone liked him, mm-hmm. you know? Awesome. And because he was all about, like, service, and he, he had good relationships with people, and he kept telling me, like, he's like, dude, you just, you just never, 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 never know. know. So I just, you know, there, so. there were times where I had a situation when I was in Green Bay, and one, the coach, like, yelled at me to do something, and I, I went off on him. Mm-hmm. I went off, and Al Harris pulled me aside. Mm. He's like, Black. He was like, I get it. Like, he's dead wrong. Right. He said, but sometimes you just got to play the game. Mm. Like, just play the game. Like, just let him have it and just play the game. Because at the end of the day, he said, it's going to be his word over yours. Whether anyway, he's, whether he's right or wrong. Regardless. Whether he's yeah. right or wrong. Yeah. He said, it's going to be his word. Which so, is sad to say. It's sad. Here. But that's just like you said. That's just the nature of the business. It is the nature of the business. Yeah. So you just you gotta. So when he said play the game, I just took that with me to to everything else in life. Just like have have a great understanding of your situation. You know, like they say in football, have situational awareness. Mm -hmm. So I just man, I just try to do the best at that. You know, Um, like like you and it. Like sure, we play against each other, what have you. But I I'm really like trying to like reach out and like support like just all my friends and whatever they're doing especially after football because mm-hmm. that shit is hard mm-hmm. it's hard yeah. right. and i think for me you know so you was on uh you know we did some 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 ig live yeah we did some fun like stuff like that right and, and really what i took from you and just that inner and that that encounter is that the, just the support of black business right you know what i mean like you're supporting me you know what I mean? With what I'm trying to do. And like genuinely, like I'm yeah, getting, I get nothing from, I, I right. just really want to like, right. just that's help my dog, period. The, yeah, you reached <laughs> out and you were like, yo, how can I help? And that was, for me, that was a genuine interaction. Right. And I'm like, man, cause I never thought like, okay, maybe it is because I'm a Hall of Famer, this and that and the other, but then actually talking to you and understanding you know, where you're from, what you're into, like yep, your post-career. It nothing to do with that, being... Right, being it had nothing family. really to do with that. Nothing, Just bro. your How love you and affection for wine and me getting into that wine space, it really kind of opened my mind and just the idea of just really supporting other black businesses. I'm like, man, it takes nothing. Nothing, bro. Like, let's, nothing, let's, let's, go on, let's go on IG Live, play music, get drunk, and be stupid. We did it for like an hour and a half. <laughs> like, we, yeah, we what's so hard about that? We went on there to like do it for like, what, 30, 45 minutes? Yeah. And then, like, wow. honestly, an hour and a half later, in the class of 81, <laughs> yeah. you know yeah. what I mean? We, we were like on there for a minute. And then mm-hmm. for me, honestly, like, I took from that, like, like now, like, there are people that I know, like, of color that have businesses and stuff, things going on. Like, bro, I'll just look and I'll see something. I'll go, I'll go order it. Just because. Just yeah. because. Just the, from the experience that I had with you, I'm like, man, it takes nothing. Yeah. And that's why uh, not a lot of times, like, we as black people, the community, we can't 
get to the level that we need to because we don't want support. to support each yeah. other. Yeah, you know, yeah. whatever reason. And right. then again, that's you know, it's 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 on TikTok. You know, I think it has uh, one of those templates. It's all about like just supporting, and and it shows like how we as black we can't right. get to the next level because we don't support each other. And it's you know showing like okay, just support. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And for me, that's what I'm about now. Just really just trying to support our own kind because you never know. Yeah, just be what you may do to yeah. catapult, or like you said, somebody propel else's somebody life, else's career. career. You know what I mean? Just like family. It, just, it just might be just catalyst, just to be energy. Exactly. You're like, exactly. damn, you I'm gonna right, go harder now because like I'm getting like cool support or these people. Like that's all it is. And, and you could have been like, nah, man, I don't feel like talking to you. Like, like I've what? ordered stuff, people, and man, people are like, man, thank you, man. I would have just sent that to you. You know what I mean? No, I'm gonna order. I'm like, that's your I business. Get it. Nah, I get it. You try to make money too. Right. Exactly. I tell you what, though, people. Don't run sand dunes with this man. Oh, right. <laughs> I remember we did the sand dunes. Hey, that's where you go hurt yourself. Hey, that was pain. It was hey, you ain't done no dunes, huh? I, I did the dunes back in the day. I ain't gonna do them now. Did, did I'll, do, I'll do them in a dune buggy. You those dunes. <laughs> no, I, I, I had to chase him, Julio. Yeah. Uh, Deshaun Wilson was there. Yeah, yeah. we was on uh, dunes. Man, oh man. I mean, yeah. my leg felt like this. Yeah. I said, never in my life. Never man, again. Do it. Stuff, Get your mind right. I gotta check his medicine cabinet, man. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> Crack. <laughs> Well, no, we uh, appreciate you coming out supporting the podcast, too. Yeah, like no, said, I, thanks no, for coming I out. You know what I'm you, saying? Man, because you, you've been letting me know, hey, you've been super patient and persistent at the same time. Because it's like, especially the past couple of years, it's been hard to coordinate stuff. Oh, yeah, for sure. You're like, yeah, hey, yeah. man, let me, let me know, let me know. Um, and then, then Dunny came through. It was yeah. like, hey. All good. <laughs> All go. good. We're going to get so, it done one way or another. Yeah. So, cool. I, mean, I appreciate y'all for, again, like you said, this is just genuine, just, just support, man. And, um, yeah, that's dope. But I, I got something. I got something for you, T. Well, well let yeah. everybody know mm -hmm. where they can find you. You, know, you got your camera right there. Social yeah, media. so honestly, the, the best place is just go to at Will Blackman on IG. Um, I post all my wine stuff. But if you want to, like, laugh and talk trash, Twitter, I welcome all the, <laughs> all the smoke. Oh, I, I, it's <laughs> like, so I'm in the X-Men, like Marvel. There's a guy, Sebastian Shaw, and his power is... When people hit him with power, he absorbs it and turns to his own. <laughs> so that's, that's you? I'm okay. Sebastian Shaw on Twitter. Okay. That's okay. 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 So, yeah. so at Will Blackman, all things, or oh, you can go to the Wine MVP. Uh, that's my uh, wine conscious website. We have a wine club coming out mid-June. So stay tuned for that and events. There it is. There it is. Will Blackman, everyone. Super Bowl champion, Will <laughs> back. NFL wine guy, Will Blackman. I appreciate you, fam.